This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Dallas Morning News. It's Tuesday, July 25th. It will be sunny and hot again today with a high of 103 and a low near 80. Here are today's headlines. Lawyers presenting the case for Ken Paxton's removal from office say three Democratic senators should not be forced off his impeachment jury and suggested the Texas Attorney General's legal team violated a gag order. In a terse filing dated July 21st, the lawyers rejected Paxton's argument that the senators can't be impartial jurors and accused his team of leaking the document asking for their removal to the press before it had been posted to a website set up to share official information with the public. The targeted senators are Nathan Johnson of Dallas and Roland Gutierrez and Jose Menendez, both of San Antonio. Paxton's lawyers argued the three exhibited anti-Paxton bias in the past that make them unfit to try the attorney general, an allegation Johnson and Menendez have rejected. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, who will preside over Paxton's impeachment trial, will decide whether the senators are allowed to remain on the jury. Up next, 25-year-old Cherish Gibson was visiting Dallas on a road trip when police say she was stabbed to death by a man now suspected in the slayings of two other women. Gibson died June 24th. Between April and July, three women were killed in Dallas and their bodies later located in remote locations near the Trinity River in East and North Oak Cliff, igniting rumors and warnings of a serial killer in the area. Dallas police arrested 25-year-old Oscar Sanchez Garcia Wednesday in connection with the stabbing deaths of Gibson and the two others. It was unclear whether he had an attorney. Sanchez Garcia remains in the Dallas County Jail with bail set to $6 million for three murder charges. Gibson's family is planning a memorial for her in a month. A GoFundMe for funeral services raised over $3,000 in June. Weeks before the Community Unitarian Universalist Church of Plano was damaged in a firebomb attack early Sunday, members of the church welcomed four strangers with hugs, smiles, and the promise of a judgment-free fellowship. They didn't immediately know they were being trolled and baited by a group of influencers who frequently take videos of themselves pranking progressives and liberals. The video, titled, We Acted LGBT at LGBT Church, has garnered nearly 200,000 views since it was posted to YouTube on July 12th. No connection has been established between the posting of the video and the firebombing of the church, which resulted in damage to the building's doors. No one was injured in the attack on the church. A spokesperson for the Plano Police Department, which is investigating the arson, said in a statement Sunday, the department cannot confirm this as a hate crime. While a motive behind the Plano attack has not been discerned, the Anti-Defamation League and GLAAD tracked more than 350 incidents of harassment, vandalism, and assault motivated by anti-LGBTQ rhetoric in an 11-month span beginning last June. 
And finally, Eddie Lucky Campbell opened his upscale neighborhood cocktail lounge named Parliament in Uptown in 2014. Last month, he implemented a dress code as a result of his bar becoming too casual in recent years. According to the restaurant's website, Parliament prohibits men in tank tops, bathing suits, PJs, overly visible underwear, see-through clothing, bandanas, and clothes with derogatory or offensive messaging. Other items that may be deemed objectionable are up to the discretion of the manager. In recent years, Dallas restaurants have faced difficulties when it comes to enforcing dress codes, and several spots reportedly have a history of turning away guests of color. Some have raised concerns about the purpose of such dress code rules and if they're used to drive away customers who don't appear wealthy or white. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. Enjoy your day. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.